0: Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others.
1: We say greetings to each one of you and welcome to this week's segment of Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, and as always, I'm excited that you're with us on today. Our topic for this segment is, are you up for the task? Are you up for the task? So, Father, we come before you now in the name of Jesus, just giving you glory, honor, and praise for this teaching moment. We ask, Holy Governor, that you be the chief teacher, that you be the chief voice, that you would illuminate to us that which you declare that we release to your people. And I pray, God, that they will have an ear to hear and a heart to receive the word. God, we thank you, we honor you, and count it done. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you up for the task? Generally, if you hear that question, the first thing about being up for the task is really understanding what the task is. What the task is. And if you're kingdom-minded, prayerfully I hope you are, if you're kingdom-minded, my prayer is that you are Operating according to God's original intent for your life, that you are mindful of the assignment that he's given you, because truly understanding that knowing the truth of who you are will fuel you and aid you in being prepared for the task at hand. When I look at being up for the task, I think about, how many times I have been tried, and I don't mean tried in the kind way, but tried emotionally, tried mentally, tried spiritually, Um, because what I was assigned to do didn't match God's, didn't match man's plan. What God had spoken to me about seemed bigger than man's plan. It seemed grand, grand. My husband has constantly been reminding me over the last few weeks that I am a big deal. I'm not boasting in that because I still am my worst enemy and that I will try to diminish the greatness in me and the spirit of the Lord reminds me this is not about you. This is about me. When we are up for the task or preparing to be up for the task, you have to understand that there will be times that you are tried. In Psalm 17:3, it reads, Thou hast proved my heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shalt find nothing. Ha! I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. What are you saying, Apostle Val? I'm saying this, that when our enemy, that enemy that we contend with so very often, is speaking to us, we have to be very careful what we speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. When we're preparing for the task at hand. We desire that the Lord can search us and find nothing because we are purposed that we will not transgress against his word, his command, and his plan. And even when you're being tried, we got to go to the word, James 1, 2 through 4. My brethren and my sisters, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this. That the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Again, this is saying it's gonna happen. You're gonna get tried. As you are attempting to fulfill the plan that God has for your life, you're going to get tried. People gonna try you. The system's gonna try you. You're going to try yourself because you're limiting yourself. But he says, count it all joy and have patience, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You say, uh, Apostle Val, yeah, I hear you. Look, this is another key do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And we know that's Romans twelve two. As you are preparing to fulfill the task at hand, according to what the spirit of God wants from us. We can't do it the way the world wants it done. Romans says, do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And if you renew your mind, then you are able to discern those things which are good, acceptable, and perfect. And then you'll also discern those things which were sent to ensnare, entangle you. Remember, when you're being up for the task, Everybody doesn't want you to succeed in the task. Everybody, some people might be giving you the rah-rah, but at the same time they rah-rah in you, they want to stab you in the back. You've got to know you are going to be tried as you pursue the plan that God has for your life. And as you're being tried, you also have to be discerning, really, Father, Holy Spirit, what is my assignment? What is my assignment? God, what is my assignment, really? I like this passage of scripture in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. It says, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, Understand that in the assignment, understanding the assignment, the assignment is not going to be connected to chaos. The assignment should be connected to the mindset that there is to be unity in the body of Christ. No competition. Mm -mm. None of that. An apostle, as an apostolic leader, as a counselor, As a coach, I know a lot of people that do what I do, but nobody does it like I do it. I can fulfill the assignment because I understand that it's every joint that supplies that brings about the unity in the body. I might be a part of the arm, but I may not be the fingers, I might be in the wrist, I might be in the elbow, I might be in the upper part of the arm, but wherever I fit, it is my constant prayer that Lord keep me in alignment with what it is that you've given me to do. I want to ensure that I am aligned, I am placed strategically in order to maintain the unity in the body and to also be ready to perform according to your will your plan and purpose for my life. Another thing that's sometimes challenging for us when we're preparing for the task. We've talked about T being tried. We've talked about A the assignment and understanding that unity is necessary. You ooh yes. Y- yeah, you got to be willing to work together. Y- you you got to understand and appreciate the team concept. Because as the body of Christ, we're operating as team. We're team Jesus. We're team God. We're team kingdom. We're team Holy Spirit. Understanding that the task at hand allows for the assignment of each of us to jointly fit together, that the spirit of the Lord may be seen in the earth through us. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are his mouthpieces in the earth and so in fulfilling our assignment according to the task at hand we are allowing people to see christ in us and the body of christ unified when you're preparing to fulfill the task sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice and you say apostle sacrifice uh uh sacrifice Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice, and it's not always a major sacrifice. Sometimes a sacrifice is just you simply keeping your mouth closed, you know, because sometimes you say, oh, I want to tell them what I'm thinking. Oh, if I could give them a piece of my mind. Sacrifice. Some define sacrifice as giving the Lord whatever he requires of our time, our earthly possessions, and our energies to further his work. Is that piece, our energies to further his work. Sometimes you just got to sacrifice and suck it up. I've had to do that a couple of times in the last few days. I had to sacrifice. I had to change my energy to further the work of the kingdom. I had to give the Lord whatever he required of my time, and my energy in those moments so that Christ, the spirit of God would prevail and not Valerie's flesh. Brothers and sisters, in order to be prepared for the task at hand, sometimes you've got to sacrifice. Romans 12. Therefore, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy To even offer your body a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And I told you earlier, you can't be conformed to this world. This scripture says, do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That part when we are sacrificing, we have to be willing to sacrifice, not to be conformed to this world, recognizing that even our bodies are a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God. We got to sacrifice. And then we've got to be willing to seek the kingdom. Matthew 6.33 tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness. Seek the kingdom. We have to understand our willingness to sacrifice is an indication of our devotion to God. Are you devoted to him? Are you devoted to the kingdom plan? Are you devoted to kingdom living? Are you devoted to the extent that you're willing to sacrifice whatever you need? The definition said giving the Lord whatever he requires of our time, our earthly possessions, and our energies to further his work. Now, I know somebody heard that just now and rolled their eyes. They were like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. He get my time. He get my tithe. He get uh, my energy. Yes, baby, your energies. That's the one thing about the Holy Spirit. We know when we're off. We know when we're off. Sacrifice says suck it up. Suck it up. Don't let them see you. Maybe you got up this morning and you didn't You didn't affirm that today I die daily, not I, but Christ who lives in me. Maybe that wasn't your affirmation today. Maybe you didn't get up and talk to the Holy Spirit this morning to get guidance about how your day was. But maybe you didn't pray. Maybe you're strictly operating off of flesh. And so to hear the word sacrifice, you become somewhat disgruntled because you want to do it your way. But if you're a child of God, if you're an ambassador for Christ, you're desiring to do what it is the the Spirit of the Lord wants you to do, sometimes it's going to require sacrifice. Holy, holy, holy and pleasing to God, a sacrifice. And then again, when we understand about completing the task, we have to understand what does this task look like? What does it look like? There are many people that feel like the only task that they can have in working for the kingdom of God is behind the four walls called church. But that's a misconception because God is so much bigger than the church. He's God of the creation. We understand kingdom, and the spheres of the kingdom include family, economy, government, religion, education, media, and celebration. Apostle, what you saying? I'm saying this. You want to be used of God, but you're a musician, and there's no space for you in your local church for you to play, and so you play smooth jazz at the lounge, and people say, oh, you shouldn't go there and play because God gave you. Yeah, God gave it to you. But, baby, God is also in celebration. He is also in media. God can use you. He just wants you to give him the gift and allow him to direct your path with the gift. I want to go into television, radio. You can do that. But, no no, no but, be led by the Spirit of God and understand where your assignment is there's is such a need for kingdom minded citizens and ambassadors in economy in the in the business world there's such a need for kingdom ambassadors in the government there's such a need for kingdom ambassadors in the area of education there's such a need for kingdom-minded citizens in the area of media. I don't know about you, but I would love to watch movies that are Bible-based, that are not tainted with the world's agenda, but strictly on what the Spirit of God reveals to aid us in living our best lives. I would love, and there is such a need in celebration, arts and entertainment, for for entertainment that brings about clarity and strength for those who are desiring to walk according to God's original intent for their lives. And being ready and up for the task, you have to understand what the task is and what sphere of influence that task is connected to. Some of you haven't been up for the task because you felt that, Well, what I feel God wants to do in me or through me, they won't let me do that in church, so it must not be God. Baby, God is bigger than that. (laughs) He is so much bigger than that. And so you have to begin to open up your spirit and your understanding to hear truly what the spirit of God is saying, and then you need to get guidance. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will do that. He will guide you. And then he'll send you people that will aid you with kingdom truths to help you, mm-hmm, to help you with strategy to continue on the journey. But listen, you might have said, I, I, no, I'm not up for the task because I don't even know what the task is. You're not by yourself. There are a lot of people that have been there that are there, but my prayer is that you get clarity that you understand that you may be tried right now, and you feel like because I'm being tried on every side, God can't be in this. Baby, he can be because we're going to be tried. You might say, I don't have clarity about my assignment, so I don't know what to do. I can't be ready for anything if I don't understand what the assignment is. You're absolutely right. But that's when I encourage you to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, knowing that all things will be added unto you, that the spirit of the Lord will give you clarity about what the assignment is. And then know that you got a sacrifice. And you say, Apostle Val, it just seems like every time I turn around, something else is being taken away or some. Well, we have to look at a couple things. Make sure that you're stewarding, doing it right making sure that you're doing it God's way. And then also, as you're doing it God's way, that you're constantly listening to the strategy that he gives you. And some things he'll tell you, it's time to get rid of that. It's time to get rid of that. When he gives you those instructions, don't hold on to it. Get rid of it. That's that, I'm talking to me. I'm not talking to anybody else. I'm talking to me. I have boxes now that I'm packing up, and I'm getting rid of things. I have a lot. God has blessed me. But if I'm not using it, it's got to go. It's just that simple. Sacrifice means that we're going to do whatever we need to. I need you all to hear that part again. Understanding what the sacrifice is. The sacrifice. The sacrifice. Giving the Lord whatever he requires of our time our earthly possessions, and our energies to further his work. Sometimes we're going to have to make a sacrifice. And then whatever we do, brothers and sisters, make sure that you're not limiting yourself because the kingdom of God is huge. It encompasses everything. And you've got to know that God can use you everywhere as long as you're adhering to the voice of Holy Spirit and doing what it is you've been instructed to do. My brothers and sisters, I pray that you are up for the task now, if you weren't when we first started, that you're understanding a little differently that, man, what I was struggling with, Apostle, I thought was the enemy, when in fact this really could have been God just nudging me, the Holy Spirit realigning me, to prepare me for the task at hand. I get it now, Apostle. Yeah, it's a little bit. I mm-hmm. Yeah, it was stinging me, Apostle. I ain't going to lie. That, that, that sacrifice, I was feeling it. I was being tried on every hand and couldn't understand why, Apostle. I, yeah, I'm understanding it a little bit better. There's a work that the Spirit of God wants me to do. Absolutely. There's a work that he has need of from you. And he's saying, I want you to be up for the task. I want you to trust me. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge me in all your ways. Let me direct your path. Cast all your cares on me, he says, because I care for you. I'm not going to leave you or forsake you on the journey of becoming, because your journey, you getting to that place that I desire for you is for my glory, not for yours. So do what you got to do, my brother and sister, to prepare yourself for the task at hand, recognizing and being glorified, hallelujah, glorifying God, understanding that it's all for him. He is the reason. He is the reason. And we thank God for it. Holy Governor, thank you. Thank you for what you illuminated to us. In this segment, thank you for clarity about being prepared for the task. Thank you for for giving sense to why I was being tried, why I felt like there were so many fiery darts coming at me. Thank you for giving me clarity about the assignment. Thank you for giving clarity about the fact that i 'm going to have to sacrifice even be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is my reasonable service. Thank you for assuring me that even in my sacrifice, you're going to be right there with me to aid me on the journey. And thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Governor, that I recognize that the assignment, the task at hand, is bigger than the the work between the four walls that as a kingdom ambassador, you can use me anywhere. And so I surrender my will to you, asking that you would use my hands, use my feet, use my voice to do your work, that you would be glorified in the earth. Father, we thank you for this time. We continue to give you all the glory, honor, and praise, and we count these things done now in Jesus' name. Amen. Listeners, thank you so much for being in the room with me for this segment of Empower to Empower Others. We ask that you join us again next week as we will be back with another relevant word. Until then, we say love and blessings to each of you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated and empowers you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.